Arizona straight to the line. There's the snap to Murray. Murray looks left, pumps once, looking, looking. A lot of time. Now he throws, and it's intercepted by the Lions. Picked off down the left sideline. Oromorier picks up a block at the 30, 25, 20, Amani 10, 5, and he's spun out of bounds right there. I see you, 24. I see you. Welcome to Ford Field for the 20 Minute Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft. And unfortunately, we didn't get an Amani or Uwarie, uh interception. No. no turnovers. PJ Clark joining me for the 20 Minute Huddle post game here from Ford Field. Detroit Lions dropping their season and home opener 38 35. A lot of stuff to kind of get through there, Peach, huh? There was a lot going on in that game. I mean, with 73 total points, you would think so, but. There's a lot to cover. And the Lions are down 17 in the second half. At one point, you think, oh, boy, this is over. I'm, you know, beginning to write my recap already. Yeah. And then, boom, you know, that that grit, right, that, that Dan Campbell always talks about. The guys are able to fight their way back. It becomes a three-point game. The offense scores four touchdowns on their last five It's like the possessions. season opener last year. Yeah. It became a one-possession game at the end yeah. against a good San Francisco team that was a playoff team and a good Philadelphia team that was a playoff team. Yeah, and so, you know, you, you like some of the things you saw – you know, Sunday, obviously there's some things that they need to clean up and we'll go through all of it. You know, I think let's start for one really good thing I liked, one thing that they need to work on. I think when you talk about Dan Campbell and what he wants this football team to be, right, I think it starts in the run game. And yeah. I think it's on both sides of the football. I think he wants to be a team offensively that can control pace, that can dictate um, how how they want to play via the run, and then you open things up behind it yep. with the pass game. You know, you you want to get guys in the box and, and make that be a focal point. And I thought 181 rushing yards, DeAndre Swift with 144. He was um, I mean, that was a good start towards a thousand, a thousand. Yeah, that's the prediction. That's not the prediction, but that's the goal DeAndre set for himself a couple weeks ago when we were in the joint practices in Indianapolis and. You're right. What a great start. And what just, you know, he's been healthy all through camp. He's looked different to me in camp versus first two seasons. And, boy, he was ready to roll. But the flip side of it is Dan Campbell also wants this team to be good against the run, Mm -hmm. right, defensively. Mm -hmm. Um, Want to be able to stop that. Want to be a staple on defense. And just quite frankly, through the first 18 games of his tenure, they haven't been able to do it. They ranked 28th against the run. Last year, very similar output today as the Philly game last year. Different score, but very similar way of how the Eagles put up points and, and commanded this game. 216 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns. They averaged 5.5 yards per carry. And Jalen Hurts, you know, they really had a tough time containing Jalen Hurts all game. He threw for 243 yards, which, you know, 18 to 32. I, th- I thought they did an all right job in the past game. He hit a couple big plays. That The, the one, um, you know, the 54-yarder late was obviously a big one, but 90 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. A couple times, PJ on third and long, being able to scramble guy out of the pocket. and get out of the pocket and make plays. And also on fourth down, fourth and goal, mm-hmm. rushing for a touchdown. And that's something, you know, Dan Campbell knows that he has to has to really clean up. He put the onus on on him and his coach. He said this is what he had to say after the game about defending Jalen Hurts, a rushing quarterback, and just be even better against the run overall. Yeah, I did. I did. And, you know, we had a lot of, I'm almost in position. I, I am. I got a hand up, and we just couldn't close it out. So, look, I think we'll be better for that. You know, you face a guy like that, and uh, 
Look, there was a number of guys out there. It's first game of the season. You know, uh, it's a full game. Now you're in the real tempo. You know, real NFL tempo against real dudes. And, and uh, I think it got on some guys, but they'll all be better for it. Everybody will be better. And we'll be in a little better shape, too, after playing after one week. You know, and, and, you know, I think he's right. I think there's something to that. Yeah. You know, the first game you're kind of feeling it out. You haven't played 60-plus snaps yet. And, and but, but the trend, I, I, I just don't like the trend I'm seeing with this defense against the run. It almost seems like week after week you'll have a good week, but then two, three where you don't. And it's just hard to play good good defense in the NFL when teams can run. And especially with the running quarterback, is that that's something. And we talked about it even after Mariota ran against that first team in, in the preseason game. Yeah. It's not something that the Lions have on the roster. It's not something you see. So it's it's hard to, you know, come back and, you know, Lions 0 for 2, I would say, against running quarterbacks so far this year. The positive moving forward from that Definitely is positive. you go through, you know, I went through the schedule and I'm looking, I'm like, oh boy, okay, when could the Lions face another quarterback like that where this could maybe come up again? And I, I really, I had to go till, I think it was November 14 in Justin Fields in Chicago. Yeah. So, the, you know, I guess that's the good thing is, is look, you don't have a lot of those guys in the divisions, just Justin, Kirk Cousins and and Aaron Rodgers aren't going to run for 90 no. yards on you. So, And even Dak at this point, Gino, maybe you to Smith, do it. Yeah, I mean, those guys just aren't going to. Not, not Jalen Hurts, not Justin Fields, for no, sure. No, and so I guess that's the positive moving forward is that you don't have a bunch of these situations lined up. But you know as well as I do it's a copycat league. Yep. And so, look, if you've got a dual-threat quarterback and you saw that today, that – that's your game plan. It's like Wentz is a guy, not a running quarterback, but he can move a little bit. He's, yeah. he's not exactly a pocket passer. He, he can get outside a little bit. I would be surprised if Washington didn't try to add something in after after seeing the tape from today. So, you know, the, the rushing part of it were the two things that I kind of took away from this. What were a couple things that, that you took away from this? I think that Jeff Okuda was phenomenal. I, and outside of the one bomb to A.J. Brown, I, I thought the – the pass defense was, was pretty good, and especially Philly started off real slow in the pass game. Jalen Hurts, that first drive, he, he was all running. He was not doing anything through the pass game. He was, you know, throwing throwing in the middle of the field. He he had nothing going for him. It was all to the sidelines. So I think you're happy with the the perimeter today outside of the one bomb to A.J. Brown. And that bomb wasn't even Jeff Okuda. No, it was Will you Harris. Know, it was Will Harris. Jeff Okuda was, wasn't on the field. And, and here's what Dan had to say about uh, Jeff and, and the way he played. What happened with him? Oh, we were just being smart with reps. You know, we just got him back. He's in a good place. We were just trying to, you know, let, let's monitor a little bit and not overdo it, but yet certainly get him his, his plays, you know. So we're trying, to, we're trying to work a couple of guys that way to be smart. You know, and, and I was seeing uh, in Twitter, on Twitter after the game, too, Jeff was, you know, saying that he was dealing with uh, some cramps here and there, which is not surprising at all. That young man first, hasn't, first game. hasn't, hasn't played, played a game in that many reps. And, you know, he obviously had the Achilles injury week one last year. So um, not surprised, but I, I agree with you. Um, I, th I thought he played pretty well. I think you look at the numbers, um, you know, 10 tackles overall, got his hand on a pass, defended one. I thought he was really good in the run support. He gave up a couple plays, but look, you're going to give up a couple plays in this league. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Jalen Ramsey the other day. Yeah. I mean, and he's the best in the business. That's just 
how it, it is. It happens. It's gonna. Um, but you have to take the totality of the game and watch it. And it'll be interesting to see some of the numbers, you know, from Pro Football Focus and some of that stuff tomorrow. I'll be really interested to watch. But I thought it was uh, it was it was a pretty good game for a guy who hasn't played football. At, at you know in a regular season game in a year, and it's it's everybody wanted to talk. Yeah, AJ Brown is is a superstar and a big acquisition, but they have a two headed monster over there. Devontae Smith is is not a slouch, and he got shut out today. Zero, so. I know that because he might or might not be on my fantasy team. Yeah, well, not a good day not for you then. <laughs> and then let's go to the other side of the ball, and you look at Detroit, and I thought there were some positive things to take away from this. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, calling his first game. Yep. Um, Detroit moves down the field. Um, the first, script was great. Was great. Yeah. First, first possession, boom, move down, and you score a touchdown. You're up 7 nothing. It looked great. Swift with his first carry of the season for 50 yards. You complete some passes. Hoxton has a great catch on third down, and it just was all on schedule, like you said, and you score. But then, three and out. Three and out. Three and out. Not ideal. Pick six. And there's a lull there, you know. And now they did get the touchdown right before the half. but uh, And then you scored touchdowns on four of your last five possessions. But it's that lull that was right there. And, and it just seemed to really bother Jared Goff, at, Jared Goff after the game, that kind of four possession. He thought that was the difference in the game. And I, I think it is, too. Yeah, we should, we could, felt like we could score 50 today. I mean, we, we left a lot of points out there. And, uh you know, it was it wasn't you know, you tip your cap to the Eagles. They're a damn good team, but we shot ourselves in the foot all day long, um, specifically during that lull, uh, and and you know felt like you know if we if we don't do that during that period of time, you know it's a it's a different outcome. But that's what happened, and and we got to fix it. I agree, and they do have to fix it. But I think you take some positives from this. For me, you rushed for 181 yards. Yep. Uh, you scored 35 points against the top 10 defense yep. last year. That added you know, players to make them better. Yeah, Bradbury um, came up huge today. Yeah, very good. Another thing, they were 9 of 14 on third down, 64%. This was a Lions team that ranked 31st in the NFL in, in third down percentage last year at 30-some yep. percent. So I think there's a lot of positives to take from this. Yes, that I think, it, you know, you score on one of those possessions, that mm -hmm. four possessions. I, th I think this is a different game, and you probably get yeah. a win. But there are some good things to take from this offensively. You agree? I think the one possession to me was that, that second possession where Philly goes for it on fourth down at, like, the Lions. What was that, like, 45-ish, yeah. something yeah, like that? Right you take there. over there, and then you go three and out, and that was that was brutal. Yeah, I, that was the momentum shift, and, and that was 7-7. Seven, seven, you know, you're still there. Maybe you know you don't need points necessarily, but three and out there was the worst possible thing that could have happened. Yeah, and then the pick six, obviously a little miscommunication there uh, between Golf and, and his receiver. He thought he was gonna you know cut in, cut out, you know, and it just you know it is what it is. It's a great play. I mean, it was yeah. a, it was a tip drill. It was a great catch by Bradbury, and you know, and it happens. It happens, and now you're down fourteen. You know, and, and now you're just playing that catch-up game. I, I like the fact that, that Ben Johnson, despite being down by as many as 17 points mm -hmm. in the second half, did not get away from the run game. You know, did not let um, Philadelphia's pass rush be able to tee off mm -hmm. on golf, which is normally the case. The team's down 17. Now they become pass happy. Throw, yeah. You're going to throw. You can pin your ears back and go get them. I thought Ben Johnson was good in the fact that he kept Swift involved. Um, they, they continued to run, and they hit some runs, and it, it, it kept Philly on their toes, or on their heels, I should say, a little bit, and allowed Detroit, I think, to get back in the game. And I think that that's the key is keeping Swift involved because that's, that's your best player. you got to give him the ball, you know, Maybe not 
run straight into the line every time, but he had he had the one down on on the this is bad radio, but the left side of the field where he bounced it out outside on the line side, and that's get him in space and yeah. get him the ball on on screens or quick outs or whatever you can do to just keep him involved, even even if it's running the ball down points, which is not you know conventional. Well, because he's so dangerous with the ball in his hands you know, in open space. So with even that short passing game like you talked about. So he also had three catches for 31 yards. That's a 10.3 average. He had the nice long one of 25 and, and like, what, 175 total yards? That's great. If DeAndre Swift has 175 yards in most games, I think you're going to feel pretty good about Detroit yeah. having a chance to win that game exactly. like they did today. Exactly. Well, let's talk just real quick. Aiden Hutchinson, number two overall pick. What did you think of his debut? He it, Honestly, what what coach said post game is they had a lot of guys with hands there but couldn't quite make the play. That's I think that that sums up Aiden Hutchinson's day. Is he was he was in the backfield, he was there, he was getting off blocks, he just never quite got finished. There. Yeah. Finish. That's the word with Hutchinson. You know, he's gonna watch this tape and just knowing him and we've talked to him a lot he's going to be upset with himself yeah. because there were some opportunities to make some plays, even late in that game on that third down run. Um, he had a, a chance there and, and didn't. A couple times he was in the backfield, was close to getting a grasp of Hurts, and he's able to escape mm-hmm. for first downs. And, you know, he finished the game with one um, assisted tackle, no sacks, no real impact plays. This, and is, this is a top-five offensive line, though. This might be the best offensive line in football. You're yeah, not yeah. going to see many, if any, better than no, this No, that's a good year. point. That's definitely a good point by you as well. Um, but, you know, and Dan said after after the game, look, he's going to get better. He's going to – we're going to see a different guy next week. Like, to your point, it's not as good an offensive line next week. I'd be surprised if we don't see a little bit more production um, from him. You know, defensively, a couple guys stood out. You know, obviously Tracy Walker with um, – He was a, all over the place. He was all over. 11 tackles, one sack, a tackle for loss, quarterback hit a defender he even made a special teams tackle but guess what Peach? when you need to play late in the game you'd like to have your best defensive players on the field yeah am i wrong by that no no especially the guy you just gave a lot of money to especially the guy that had 100 tackles last year the legend tackles yeah you need a big third down tackle you know you'd love to have that guy in the field and Tracy Walker wasn't on the field because he was in the locker room. Yeah. And he was in the locker room because he got ejected from this game. Not great. Not great. Um, And he got ejected. Look, he hit Jalen Hurts late and high on a slide. There's there your, was there was a lot going on with Jalen Hurts today. Yeah. Every every time that he slid, somebody was coming in, and I was surprised it was only one flag. You know, I thought he, he, he slid late a lot. Yep. And I think the refs even noticed that, too. And I remember one time he slid pretty late, and Orduarie kind of hit him. Yep. And the referee refs ran it and go. said, no, 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 yep. no. Like, it was late slide. Like, that's yeah. not on the defense. And, and you know, you've got you've to protect the defensive players yeah. as well. Because they're you know? just, you know, they're just trying to, to make a stop. But Tracy's was blatant. Yes. And high. Yeah. And then he gets into a scuffle, throws a punch, and... Gets another personal foul penalty. Once you get two, you're out of the game. So your leading tackler, one of your best defenders, a guy you just paid huge money to, 
out of the game in the third quarter and yeah. you don't have him late. And, and look, he talked after the game and, and he admitted, look, I can't do that. I'm a team leader. I'm a captain. I let my guys down. Um, so he said all the right things, but that's just a play that can't happen. He's got to be smarter than that. And that sets you up at a position of, of safety. Like Juju Hughes got a lot of snaps then. And it, it's not that Juju Hughes is not you know capable, but that it's not a position with a lot of depth. No. And th- like you said, Tracy's one of your best players too. Right. And so it was tough. You know, Malcolm Rodriguez, obviously he's gotten a lot of hype here because of hard knocks, because of the camp he's had started today. I th- he I showed thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, you know, he made a nice a couple nice plays in the past game. You saw his range. He filled a couple. Run um, fills were great. Run fills were great. Um, we saw the little salsa dance after a tackle yep. for loss, so that was good too. Did you like that? Throw that out there. Um, but yeah, like Hutchinson, he's gonna guy that's gonna continue to improve. And it's game, so it's game one. It's game one, <laughs> but I like I like kind of where he finished. I mean, six tackles, uh, the tackle for loss. Um, so not bad for him. I think I think it was a good debut. Yeah, and and especially at such a pivotal position of linebacker that you know for him to to show up in game one and just provide you with any any positives you got to take it from a sixth round pick you, I know he's gotten a ton of hype but you still got to keep it in that context of this is a sixth round pick and anything you're getting from him right now is is already positive value no for sure good point by you and so look I, I think there's some encouraging things to take from this offensively that's a good defensive football team there then you were able to put up 35 points despite a lot of missed opportunities. I think there's some drops, some yep. missed throws. There could have been a ton more of big plays in the passing game. The one late with, with Josh Reynolds dropping that one, he was that, behind the defender. I think that was a touchdown. I, I think that was a bad drop, but I think getting him more involved. Because Chark got more involved as the game went on. St. Brown kind of came on a little bit. He was, he dropped a couple early, but then came on a little bit as the game went on. Getting Josh Reynolds, you need that third guy, I yeah. think, to really make this thing go. And and I think that passing game will start to to go. I think yeah. this is a you know good for them to know that the opportunities are there. Mm-hmm. Now it's just a matter of completing them. And yeah. so I'd be more concerned if guys weren't open, if you you didn't see any separation, if there weren't any big play possibilities. That wasn't the case. Yeah. They just didn't take advantage of them. And I think if you're Ben Johnson, if you're Jared Goff, I think you can watch this tape and see some positives about. Um, like like Jared said, you know they think they could have probably scored fifty. I think they're right. If yeah. if they if they make a few of those plays defensively, they got to be better against the run. It's just it's just that simple. Um, you know they've got to tighten that part of their defense up. Like you mentioned earlier and talked about, and it was a good point about the pass defense. It wasn't bad. Like Jalen Hurst didn't have a passing touchdown in this game. Everything they did was really set up and started with the run. And whether it's the quarterback running, it's the running backs. I mean, Miles Sanders had 96 um, rushing yards, a 7.4 average, and and a touchdown. Again, 7-point average, 5.3 average, 4.0 average. I'm looking at these 5.5 total as a run game. It's hard to win football games when teams can run up and down the field and and own that time of possession. And so – I think offensively you feel good about this game. Defensively, you've got some things to clean up, especially in the run game. But 38-35 against a playoff team. I was going to say, I mean. The, not a bad start. No, the competition is going down next week. Philadelphia is, is a playoff team that got a lot better that you saw last year, and now you're playing a Washington team that you didn't have the prior history with for this regime and is not a playoff team. and did not look particularly great today. Yeah. So. so they'll look at the tape. Dan Campbell will talk on Monday. Uh, we'll get in the locker room with some players. Obviously, a 20-minute in the huddle podcast next week. Um, I'll get some players on. We'll get uh, a Washington preview. We'll, we'll get into all that. And 
We'll be back here next Sunday night yeah. doing it all again, right? Week and hopefully one and one. So we got a busy week. Um, 38-35 final here, week one. The Lions are losers to begin the season 0-1. But, uh, you know, I think there's some positives to take from this. We'll see what they have to say about this one. We'll move on to Washington.